You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. I am your host for today, Alan. And on this podcast, we discuss hot topics in the sports landscape. We're going to go ahead and get started with our grateful moment. Phil, what are you grateful for this week? Hey, good morning, everyone. I have to shout out for Charlotte, our biggest listeners pump in the podcast. Um, I appreciate everyone, our fans. Uh, please, you need to let us know what happened, what you like. Um, uh, subscribe, hit us on Instagram. Uh, we're about to put our shows on YouTube just to get you going, but we just need to hear more from you because we're excited about the 3,000 hits. So I'm grateful for each one of my, our fans, our supporters from day one. June makes two years, and we will have not made it without each one of y'all here in Charlotte, around the U.S., and overseas. And, and Russia, especially Russia, is a big supporter. Thank you. Uh, we don't need to talk about Russia. But, um, yeah, shout out to the city. Evan, what are you grateful for this week? I'm grateful for the topic we're going to talk about this week. Um, grateful that uh, Sixers, although they lost uh, yesterday, a 3-1 against an inferior team. And happy to see that um, Brooklyn is looking at a first-round exit. Look at Phil looking hurt. Mm-mm-mm. But Kelvin, what are you grateful for this week? First of all, what's going on, everybody? Um, definitely grateful for the simple things, man. Just grateful for health and life and uh, family all thriving. Good to be back on the podcast with everybody. So I'm grateful for the simple things, man. Most definitely. And I'm grateful for the same, too. It's, it's really the little things. Grateful for life, health, you know. So um, just taking everything day by day, letting God do what he got to do, and just keep it moving. But let's go ahead and get started with our episode today. And, you know, this is our NBA episode. And, you know, we thought we was going to get a big or great matchup with the Celtics and the Nets after game one. We was like, yo, we need to get like seven of these after game one. But yeah, it looked like Boston is about to bring the brooms out. It's it's sad. Like, it's sad. But not even just that. It's more that KD is a complete shell of himself. Something is wrong. I don't know if he's casting himself for Thunderstruck, but it's just bad. And it's just like we've never seen this version of KD for a whole series. And I just want to know, like, what's your, what's your guys' thought process of, like, what's going on with KD right now? Because it's it's bad. Like, he has just about the same amount of turnovers of and made field goals for like this entire series. I think it's like 24 and 19, 19 and 24 or 17 or whatever, something like that. Some wild numbers. So yeah, what's going on with KD? I've, it is, it is, listen, this is Kyrie. I hope you realize that you saying that neither coast plays a big part of this. KD is getting hit 
with or without the ball. He's as he as he goes down, he's getting touched every single second. They are not letting this man feel comfortable at all. And I'm going to give this credit to PJ Tucker and Milwaukee last year. Um, how physical they played with him, and every a lot of those physical plays are fouls. They grab literally, they grabbing his hand. <laughs> He's not allowed to really touch. They are doing things, and they and they and the refs are allowed them play. Um, I don't know if the refs are playing FanDuel or, or, or Caesar. I don't know. <laughs> a lot of those games, anybody else would they been they would have been calling fouls. So, but you have to adjust. Two, Steve Nash. You can see how of a rookie he is in coaching. You tell me you cannot put your best playing position to be successful free. You can't um, set triple screens for him or, 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 or get the ball in his hand and just have him as a floater or down cuts or, or you just have him, you literally have them still playing one-on-one. You cannot play one-on-one after game one. You have to move. You have to move. You have to set picks. You have to do things that will help free your man and help him be comfortable. Three, they should never let that guy go. Jimmy, is it Jimmy Jones? Allen, what's his name? James John Johnson. James Johnson. Kung Fu Black Belt. They, he would have put somebody on there behind. He would have been an enforcer. They would have never touched KD. You cannot substitute years of wisdom, brute force for a, a rookie guy. I'm not saying he don't belong in NBA, but you could have stashed that kid in the G League or just have him on the bench and have Jones there on the floor. What's his name? Jones, right? I said Jones. Yeah, you did. He said Jimmy John, Johnson. Johnson, Johnson, Jim Johnson, right. Johnson, have Johnson there on the floor. This team is constructed for regular season, a regular season coach, regular season play. And we also have to, can't fault that. We, we can't dismiss the fact that um, Kyrie is on doing fasting. Listen, I fast once in the week and I'm starving sometimes. <laughs> I fast once a week for several hours. I can't imagine starving um, fasting for 24. And I, 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 and I starve. And I, I got to hold on and focus and pray just to get through the morning. That's a morning fast. So that plays a part. The energy is low and it, it, it's hard. So those are things contribute. So do I think here, Bombs? I think they're going to get at least one. I don't know how much impact Ben Simmons is going to bring, if anything, if he just bring a spark. And I, I I won't dismiss the fact that they could win three in a row. Is do I see it? I don't. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen. It. I'm interested to hear from the guys. So KD effect, bad coaching, bad um, um personnel, and Kyrie fasting. I'm not taking away from that, but that does play an impact from that. Well, I don't really think the fasting. I mean, yeah, granted, fasting does matter, but we've talked about Ramadan KD, Ramadan Kyrie being good. So we can't now make an excuse after saying, oh, wow, he's still playing good. Uh, He's monitored it. Um, I'm sure they have some kind of medical plan in place to kind of make sure he gets what he needs um, in preparation. Um, But I would, here's the thing. You know, um, Ben Simmons coming back this year, next year, doesn't matter. This team has zero leaders. So this year, next year? This year, it doesn't matter. Next year? It doesn't matter when he comes back. This team doesn't have, has zero leadership. This team has zero leadership 
from the coach to the players. There's not a defined leader on this team. KD is at a, you know, KD and Kyrie beyond that Zen uh, Phil Jackson nonsense. They just be kind of just like, yeah, you know. And, and, and for me, it's this. People have their various vaccine stances, right? Have the various vaccine stances. You know, you have are entitled to your opinion. But if you are one of the top players on my team, ain't no way I'm not pressuring you to get that vaccine. I ain't gonna be in the media endorsing. Yeah, I mean, I won't bash you in the media, but I, I won't be in the media like let him be him. There's no leader on that team. Ben Simmons is not a leader. KD is not a leader. Kyrie is not a leader. Until they identify a leader on that team, this team is not going to be a championship team with all the talent in the world. And in addition, James Harden was not a leader. So um, I don't think supreme talent counters leadership. Number two, what Boston has done, people are failing to realize Boston's the number one defense in the NBA, had defensive player of the year. What they're doing with, with KD is obviously they're roughing them up. But then they're sending late help. So when he turns his back to make a move, he's not able to get comfortable and get set up. So um, this reminds me a lot of what uh, Cleveland did with with Steph um, in the finals when they just put um, I can't remember, that Australian guy. Um, I guess it was D. Um, but they Delavadova. 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 Yeah. They he's just he's played physical. He never let it get comfortable. So you're doing that, but then they're sending late help to kind of disrupt his rhythm. So, you know, I'm not I'm not going to be as critical of KD as much as they should have. A good coach would have simplified the offense. It's just like in football, right? If you are a deep offense, but uh, the offense focus, the defense is going to focus on not letting you get deep drops and you get put a lot of pressure on you, then you have to change your approach by getting quick drop-offs, quick plays. So for me, coaching should have set them up to be successful by simplifying the offense, getting KD open off of screens, getting him open open looks, helping him get going, as opposed to, and Phil talked about this before the show, as opposed to a lot of this ISO ball. Um, Boston handled their business, and Brooklyn needs a leader. Yeah, man. So listen, um, I hear everybody. <laughs> nah. Um, KD's not getting no type of pass. Um, he is what 32 years old now. Um, he's seen every type of defense known to man. He's played enough basketball in his life. He knows what it takes. He understands physicality of basketball. KD is in his own head right now. This is nothing to do with, I, I, I'm not crediting Boston for this. Uh, it's not the first time he's seen Boston Celtics. Um, they not they didn't they don't have new players now like none of that. What's going on right now is KD is making brain mistakes. It's nothing to do with basketball. He's throwing it to people that's not existing. He's trying to get people open that's not basketball scores. He's deferring to secondary talent. KD is playing terrible. It's like when a goon squad stole the talent of the NBA players. KD's talent is stolen right now. And for me, it's as simple as finding out what's really going on. He, and matter of fact, that's not even a simple thing. He might need a, a therapist at this point. 
Like KD, KD might be at the point where he needs to sit down and talk with somebody, talk through, snatch his, snatch his phone away from him, uh, ban his Twitter account, um, and get back to playing basketball like he was in the streets or something like that. Because right now, he's looking like a shell of himself. I'm not, I'm telling y'all, I'm not trying to hear about no secondary defenders. No, we, listen, we don't never say that stuff about LeBron James when he got faced with every type of defense known to man. Uh, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. Um, we never say, oh, nah, we don't give them these guys these passes. So for now, I'm not giving KD any type of pass. He's playing terrible basketball. And for me, that has nothing to do with leadership. You scoring 16 points don't have nothing to do with leadership. It's, it's, it's you not playing basketball right now. Kyrie, you scoring 16 points? It's terrible. You guys still should perform. Now, if you get guys get coached, you get out coached at the end of the game and, and, and games that's close, you know, then we can start po po pointing the coaching. But you guys are looking horrible. <laughs> so I don't know what it is about your chemistry. I don't know. I don't know uh, your practice. I don't know what's going on in your life. But it's something going on outside of the basketball run that's getting in KD's head with himself. And he's not looking like the KD that we know. So, Katie, you get absolutely no passes from me. <laughs> you get, like, this is all about Katie. You get no pass. You're, dude, face up, shoot the J. You're seven foot. You don't, you can look over even a double team. You can see a double team coming. Like, put your head down, run into somebody, make the ref, put the pressure on the referee to make calls. When you don't get calls, get a technical. Run up into the referee's face. Tell them how you you getting played unfairly. You're showing no emotion, bro. So for me, you're showing no emotion. You're not playing well. This is all on you. KD, it's on you. <laughs> and if you were playing well, then I would give you a pass and say, listen, KD playing well. His team, he don't got enough help. Nah, nah. You stink right now. And you need to get out your own head. I feel like all things are true. All like, like all things are true. <laughs> Now, I do, I do feel that he is in his own way. I do feel like coaching isn't also helping to put him in positions to get to where he needs to get to. And not even just that, like, we, we talked about the adjustments after game two when they finally put Blake Griffin in, like, at the end of the third quarter. And I'm like, well, we're going to see how this turns out. He was, he was a spark for the, little bit of, for the little bit of energy that he had. And because <laughs> my man was gassed like Puff Johnson in the uh, national championship game for Sheesh. Um, but it's, it's, it's just little things because when you really look at the series, like, although like they may fall down like double digits and they come back and make it a game, it's just like, it's little, it's little errors. That's why I feel like all things are true. I don't think it's just like one thing. I feel like all things are true. Steve Nash hasn't made adjustments. Um, uh, number two, um, I don't need my thoughts to leave me. Number two, um, basically it's just like the team doesn't play defense. That's another thing because every time like you see them starting to make a run, they just can never get a stop. Number three, all their guards are short. And then when you look at Boston, like all they cats is like, what, like six, six, three, six, four and up. And you got Seth Curry, who's like six, three, six, two. Then you got uh patty mills who's like six one six foot like they can try but 
it's easy to get your shoulders passed down. And in most cats in the league, if they can just shoot, they really can't play defense. So it's like a combination of like all things. KD is playing bad. And it's like, I'm not trying to give him a pass because I'm like, dude's in year 14, but you're disappointing. Right. But you're disappointing. And that's year, the thing yeah. about it. Like, like, Alan, this is my thing too, right? Yeah, you said it, right? Year 14, right? Year 14. Um, and and this reminds me of them okay, that OKC team with uh, Westbrook, right? But even then, you know, he was scoring maybe like 27, 30 points a game. They lost right. the series, of course. But he was still performing. He just looked bad in the fourth quarters, right? Right. Now, he looks horrible the whole game. You know what I'm saying? Like, 16 points. Dude, somebody off the bench should be giving him 16. You can't get 35 minutes and give me 16 points, bro. Like, I have no excuse. I have nothing for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I... Our expectation of dudes that's going to be top 10 all time, top 75, you know what I'm saying? We got to hold these guys accountable, man. So KD, man, for me, it's like, dude, you talked all this craziness on Twitter. You know, you 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 walked around like you was the best player in the league. You know what I'm saying? People start giving you the nod and start questioning everything about what we used to think about you. You went to Golden State and fooled us all. You went right back to this, this little soft dude. Would Hold you up, say, say that again, Evan. I was never fooled when you went to Golden State. Yeah, that's sad, man. I, I, I just, I just felt like I'm not. I like, I like KD, but I'm like, we, the world, he's not allowed to just get away with this, man, and, and, and talk his and, and like, don't even talk to us no more on Twitter, man, because you, I don't, we don't know what you, who you are right now. What, what I'll say is, and this is, I think, speaks to how special LeBron James has been, not necessarily as a player, but just as a as a face of the league. LeBron James has dealt with more scrutiny than KD ever has, or Kawhi, or other players, um, because he's worn the mantra as the best player in the league. And people have slandered him, and but he keeps coming back. Um, KD has, in my mind, always been has always been uh, sheltered. Uh, yeah, sheltered, excuse. protected, protected yeah. by um, LeBron. Yeah, so I think, you know, it is what it is. And I think Katie, honestly, I think Katie thinks he has more important things in his life, period. I mean, you look at his conversations, like, ah, it doesn't really matter if we a championship. I don't need to prove myself anymore. Like, bro, actually, you do. Because those championships are going to say for all are all asterisks for me. Not saying that they don't count, but they don't help build your your top all time legacy. Yeah, so I mean, I said this in the chat. I don't even think KD cares about like the top ten all time legacy, just knowing his personality. So we gonna have to see. But <laughs> let's go ahead and transition. Um, but speaking of the Celtics, as we were saying, they're on the brink of giving or pulling out those rooms on the Brooklyn Nets and Jason Tatum, he's pretty much has been a great impact this series, not even just on the offensive end, but the defensive end as well. And 
with the type of I would say this over the period of time, over the type of seasons that he's had, um, do we think that Jason Tatum will be top five in the NBA next season? I'm going to say he, and, and is on the cruel, first I have to say, Kelvin is very mean to the Nets, but <laughs> to Gacy, but you know, that's the last topic. Um, shrewd, but correct, but I'm going to say Jason Tatum, he has opportunity to because he's done it since he, his rookie year. And I'm going to say this. He's going to be part of the MVP um, race next year. Because of that, I believe he's going to go up top five next year. Um, you know who I'll remove right off the back? Based upon, let's say, this first round playoff? We already know. Ooh. We already know who he's going to say. Ooh. You know it. He's gone. <laughs> that dude is a bust. Like I stated, how do you, all those media broadcasters and media personnel who voted for Jokic, how do you feel now? And hopefully, we, I think we do talk about their MVP. How do you feel now? Jason Tatum is literally guarding KD one-on-one, blocked his shots, has his team down 3-1. And with Jokic on the other tendrum. He is down 0-3. He's 0, and he has three losses. And he has in the, he's in the verge of getting swept. So Jokic and the Jokic boys, um, I don't know if your family listened to us on the podcast. You're not a top 10, top 5. You got your, your MVP. It's gone. You're gone. You're top, you're top 10? No, you're top 20, you know. 18, 15, 12, I maybe. I think you're a little wild about that, about, about top I, 20. I'll give me. him, I'll give him, I'll give him 10, but I, I definitely nope. wouldn't say Great 20. power come great responsibility, and your team about to get swept, and you're sixth place. All right? So, uh, no, he's 11, 12. Tatum, zhoop, top then five. You should say top 15, then. <laughs> nope, top 25. Now I'm pushing back. Keep asking oh, him, go back. <laughs> So Jokic disappeared from the list. Tatum come right in, and he told everyone. He told I think he told Joel. Joel, you better win MVP because next year it's I'm getting it. So he's a killer. He is showing the um the spirit of um, um Mamba, the Black Mamba. He is he is no fear. Yes, and the time has come. I think he hit 24 now. 20 about to be 25. It is his time. He is. Man, I know the top two picks, everyone who picked in front of him are mad. I know both, the Lakers are mad. And who was number two? I can't remember who was number two, but I know the Lakers are mad. Number one, Mark Oh, yes. Sixers are mad because we got the next the next season MVP. Bulk up, plays defense, play offense. No more just step back threes for every play. He's driving the ball mid-range and passing. Jason Tatum. Yeah, so um, no, uh, not at all. Um, Who, Maxi? <laughs> no, no. I thought you asked. I thought the question. See, I'm, I'm trying to, unlike yourself, I'm trying to stay on topic with the you're, question. You're, you're answering the right question, Kelvin. Yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to stay up. No, you start. You start going down the rabbit hole, Phil. I'm not, I'm not playing this. I'm not playing this rabbit hole game right now. I'm just trying to answer the question, right? And the question was, is he top five? No. Um, yeah, you you went on your, you wanted your thing about a uh, Joker, um, and of course I think you're going too far, you know. But it's it's, it's it was funny, 
you know, it's for funny. But uh, he's the MVP last season, and he is the front runner this season. So to try to take him out of the top five is, you know, borderline ridiculous. So, <laughs> but so, Westbrook. so where's Westbrook in your book? Just the, I, I, where's Westbrook? He's, Westbrook? he's yeah. Westbrook, I mean, I see. There you go again. I don't. Look, let's stay on topic. Let's stay on topic. <laughs> I don't even get the this is how these conversations be ended up like in like thirty minutes. Let's stay on topic. <laughs> All right. So what I'm saying is, I, I, I'm definitely not putting them in front of. Uh, I, I'm definitely not putting them in front of Steph Curry. I'm not putting them in front of uh, Giannis. I'm not putting them in front of Embiid. I'm not putting them in front of Joker. I'm not put. Listen. I'm not putting him even in front of LeBron James right now. That's how far I'm going with it. I don't think Jason Tatum has like like for instance, let's just put let's just plug LeBron James on his Boston team. <laughs> I mean, for real. He's a better player than Jason Tatum is. I mean, and that's just that's just a fact. Um uh so for me, Jason Tatum still I should have said we should try to creep him in a top 10. Oftentimes what happens is we become prisoners of the moment and and um and we just start, you know, and, and it's fair, you know, it's fair. We just like, you know, what what has happened. But I think context is important in everything that we do before we start crowning people. Um, let him have a great playoff series, period. And then let's revisit this conversation. I'm not going off the the uh the the, the first series and him playing pretty good basketball right now. I, I, nah. You got to give me more for me to start crowning you in the top five. Um, Joker is still giving me over 25 and 10 every game. And his team is not, you know, he's he not playing as well as in B. Like, let's not get it confused. But his team is still not the team that he that he signed up to play with. So we got to put some context on that. So I'm not going to take him out the top five to put a Jason Tatum in there. Um, Jason Tatum is, is, is creeping up on there. And Kevin Durant is helping his case. So <laughs> this is more so still indictment on Kevin Durant because you're making us have this conversation that we didn't we we weren't even thinking about having a whole year. Yeah, I would I would I would agree with Kelvin. Um, I think Jason Tim is really good, but I'm just I'm just reminded it's like the ghost of um, 2018 when he made that player front. Everyone's like, oh, this guy's a star. He's bona fide star, and next year he struggled because Jason Tatum. Now, they, he has some elements of Kobe in him where, you know, Kobe in his early career, he, you know, there was no shot Kobe didn't like. You know what I'm saying? And 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 Tatum still, I think, takes some bad shots. As I watch this series, I mean, when he's hot, he's hot. He takes the same shot when he's hot and when he's not. But sometimes, like, man, you could have got a better shot. Like, Tatum doesn't yet work efficiently, right? Um, and I don't think he's the – I don't think he's – he's not the best two-way player on this team. I think Jalen Brown is a better two-way player in terms of defense and offense. Um, so, Jason is a great player. I don't think he'll be in the MVP, MVP conversation next year. I mean, he'd have to take a meteoric jump, and I just don't see his playing style allowing him to do that because I don't think he is focused enough throughout the game. Like, he gets in these periods where he's just jacking. And it's like, man, that was, like, really a bad shot. You didn't let the offense flow. He's just just it almost disrupted it. So, and I agree with Kelvin, you need more than one series. Uh, Brooklyn is a seventh seed. It's not like Brooklyn is um, a three seed. I, I think I think Brooklyn will have the same issue they play Milwaukee right now. 
because I just don't think they're a, a, a team that has much continuity. So um, I wouldn't say he's coming towards top five. But I mean, he's a really good NBA player. Um, he's a star in the NBA. But top five superstars. I, if you take Jalen Brown away from this team, is he carrying his team into the playoffs year in? Yes. Yes. I would disagree. I wouldn't. Will he, will he be top five? No, but I kind of already think he's kind of like top 10 anyway, but he's kind of like on the lower end of top 10. Um, because he's in his fifth year in the league. He's already averaging about 27. Like, what bigger jump does he really have to make? You know what I mean? Like, he's he's already been leading the team in points for, like, the past two, three years. So it's just, like, it's, it's going to come to a point because he's at the point to where he's pretty much about to, like, really, like, start getting into his prime more. So it's just, like, that window is open. It's just a matter of... I think it somewhat goes to Evan's point is just continue to be consistent. If he continues to be consistent, um, I think, I think he'll be right there in the conversations. Now, granted, like this, this happens every year. It is normally about when maybe like February to when Jason Tatum really starts to go into that zone. But we would just like for him to be in that zone from October to the end of the season and i feel like that type of consistency will continue to have him move up but i just wouldn't have him top five but he'll he'll be he'll be in the conversation and, but and i don't Alan, think he'll this, exactly this be the there it's the thing just to piggyback on, on the top before we transition uh-huh. it's it's important for him to play in these meaningful games. Right. Like if he gets to the championship, if he's like game seven in the Easter conference finals and he's just, you know, so it's like that, that stamps legacy, you know, not just points, you know, but you playing for something and bringing your team to something official. Like he, we never, we haven't seen him in the chip. I mean, we seen Devin Booker, like how, how does he get in front of Devin Booker? You know what I mean? Like for like honestly, like Devin Booker is playing for championships so far. You know, as, and for me, uh, that's the tier that he's in. If anything, he doesn't surpass Devin Booker in my eyes. You know, just because Devin Booker has brought his team further than he has with a better record throughout the regular season, and and you know, so it's like I can't, I couldn't never catapult him in the top five when he hasn't done anything. Like you put up some numbers, but you know what I'm saying, like to. So Evan was saying, too, I've always said this myself, that I don't see that much of a difference besides shot attempts between him and uh, um, Jalen Brown. I think Jalen Brown is a is a phenomenal talent, but he's just getting the, uh, I hate to say it, he's getting the dark skin brother treatment. And the, I say, like, he's getting that dark skin brother treatment. He's getting the light skin brother treatment. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it, but for me, I'm looking at, I'm looking, I, me, I look at the game from a pure standpoint, pound for pound. My man can handle the ball. My man can shoot the ball pretty good. Very athletic. Um, he's tough-minded. Talking about Jalen Brown, 
Yeah. He just don't get as much shots as my man Jason Tatum. So I don't, you know, I'm still I'm still trying to figure out how he just leaps and bounds over him. Easy. I think it happened that first year. Yeah, that's because what I'm that, saying. That, I think it happened that that first year they played together. That's that's when I really think it happened because Jalen came in the year before Jason, and and they saw the potential in in Jalen. But then what's not Jason in Jalen? I think I said that right the first time, but too many J's. Um, but when Jason came on, Jason just just stole it. <laughs> that's that's really what happened. Jason just came and stole it. But but now, like I I I do agree with you. Like Devin Booker, Devin Booker is above Tatum. But like I said, like I just think that Tatum is just like on the lower end of top ten. Like he's not he's not like oh he's six seven and nothing like that. Like I think he's more like probably ten, if not ten, maybe eleven. With a lot of potential to creep up. You need to stop the nonsense. Jason Tatum is a top five, top six. Jalen Jalen Brown is a top ten. Those t- talent take out Jokic. Why? Just before I end, I I feel, let's, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and transition. No, stop the nonsense because it's West. You said the both huh? two top ten players right now. Yeah, top top eleven. I said eleven. He's outside. You they said do. 10. You said ten. But 11, 11, excuse me, 11. They have the top, they have two top 15 players on the team, top 11 players on the team, okay? Jokic is gone. KD is drifting, all right? So we stop the nonsense because just like Westbrook was an MVP, where do we, where, where do we put him on the pendulum? He's a top 40 player right now, right? Well, right? James Harden is what? Top 12? I'm Dude. talking about former MVPs in the last 10 years. Can you hear me name okay, Westbrook? Okay, let's... No, but Harden. he is. So we have to stop this slander, all right, and give Jason Tatum, Tatum his flowers and Jalen Brown their flowers. Thank you. I'm just, I'm just saying this. Jason Tatum, <laughs> Jason Tatum, this dude. Anyway, Jason Tatum is is lower end top ten, but he's really trying to. He just has to get to a finals. He's he's been close. So he took he, LeBron James to. Uh, I know. His rookie and, year and or his second year to the conference yes. finals, seven games. I know. He's, he's and then he had bad coaching. Well, they lost the voice of the coach. That's how the new coaching's change. And this is a rookie coach. So, all right, let me be quiet. Players thing though. I mean, well, I don't want to carry on, but they've been in a conference championship twice. Um, and the second time they, they choked. Yeah, they choked the second one. But yeah. Javon Booker just went to his first final, first conference final, first NBA final, first time in the playoff, all in one year. <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm saying is, he played for the finals, and we just kind of like overlooked him. His first time in seven, so, seven, eight years. He's, no, he's been a dominant player for uh, for a while now. Just and like, they, just they, like, they never made the playoff, or there was a first round exit. And one and one team is better than the other team. Like when Monty Williams came, then that guy got coaching around him. Chris Paul came, then he finally got a point guard. He still was a good player. All I'm saying is he's in the same tier as Jason Tatum. Like they're both not in that. I'm not putting them in that top five tier yet. I'm just saying one, they're in a tier together. Right. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying that he's done more. Jason Tatum has done more with less. Man, this mean? is really happening. And, and the result, Devin Booker has done before, everything. Bill. He his first time, 
all in one year in his seven eighth year thing. Jason Tatum did it in the first four years. He didn't go to the finals yet, but he'd been to two conference finals, took LeBron James to seven game. Yes, they collapsed. His team been in the playoff every year since he'd been there. So I'm not saying he's better, but I'm saying that tier has to, he has to be a slightly higher based and upon what he's done. Top five, man. Oh, you know what? Top, top, okay. Top six. Okay. You, you cannot, my we'll biggest argument is you cannot six. live Jokic. Right, Jokic has to leave. Jokic has to leave the party. He has to go to the room back door. He has to. That's it. That's all my argument is. Yeah, you don't have an argument, little, bro. We gonna have we gonna have Serbia as listeners now, and then uh, Jokic's brother's gonna be coming after you, Phil. And I don't think we got the money to get the mafia off your back. So <laughs> Phil is by himself, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, uh, nobody else feels like this way. We're not trying to lose credibility because this crazy take from Phil that's gonna snatch Joker out of the top five, like he's not the MVP last year and front runner this year. And you're gonna snatch him out of the top five. We don't we don't agree with him, ladies and gentlemen. Just for the but, just they, for but they do agree with this, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize for prolonging Alan. That Joker is playing as bad or as worse as an MVP candidate as as anyone have seen. He'll be the first MVP to lose to get kicked out the first round. No, I believe won't. that's the thing. He'll be the second. Dirk did it. Oh, second. Yeah, Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, he did last year already, too. So maybe <laughs> <laughs> two timer though. Yeah. Two-timer, excuse me, two-timer. First two-timer. All right? So that's all I'm saying. I think Westbrook, too, he will he exit. <laughs> but I'm saying all this hype, all this slander is because what the, the media try to produce to us to try to fool us into believing that Jokic is that great of a player he deserves. He does not deserve MVP this year. He didn't deserve it last year. It's not your, the MVP I, conversation. Why are we still so I'm saying that because this is my case. This is my case. He needs to move back. Because we right. end up talking Gilly. about Golden State anyway. So Jason Tatum, I got you. Top five, top ten. <laughs> but anyway, um, speaking of Jokic, uh, they're on the brink of actually being swept today in the great city of Denver, Golden State holding a 3-0 lead. Um, Chef Curry coming off the bench, dropping wild numbers. Jordan Poole has emerged, and I'm still upset that he's not a most improved finalist at all. Um, but yeah, like, does Golden State look like a real threat to win it all, or is this just an overreaction because they're playing the Nuggets? I'm gonna say, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. We get first this one, just one, just one. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you uh, talk your craziness next. So I'll, I'll say this, right? Um, this is up for grabs year, you know? So like, there's no reason why we shouldn't think they have just as a legitimate chance as anybody else. First of all, their pedigree is there. Coach has been there already. They have players that's all, that are, uh, you know, <laughs> please, there's nothing you're going to be able to show them different. They know who they are. They already established winners already. Um, and, they, and, you know, they're somewhat healthy for the most part, especially for, like, playoff time. So those three factors, when you got your leader, uh, which is a great point that was made earlier about leadership, that's very important. You got your guy Draymond. You got your boy Clay back showing, showing himself to be who he was, the guy that we knew. Then you got the M- former MVP and Steph Curry that's, you know, unguardable. 
Um, and then you got this up-and-coming guy that's playing some defense and scoring at a high level. They space of the floor. They're hard. It's a hard out. I'll say that. So, Allen, I can't see why they wouldn't or shouldn't be considered, you know, one of the teams that can take it all. Like I said, one of the teams. There's nobody here this year that's like, you know, they're going to the finals. I don't see it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think I think Golden State has a should be considered a legitimate contender out west, um, particularly as Devin Booker is out. Um, when he comes back, where is he going to be? What kind of player is he going to be? And so uh, that would be, I think, an interesting series uh, if they meet in the conference championship. Um, but to Kelvin's point, I mean, Phoenix will also just will take it. But I, 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 if anyone's counting. Going to doubt, they would be uh, fools because look how they're playing right now, and they're just putting making the former MVPs um, stats for not, you know. So yeah. Wake up, everyone! You know what? This is the first time, and I'm gonna have to admit it. Your record is your record, like Bill Parsett says. Your record is who you are. Oh, uh, that's all. It's for Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> especially Brooklyn, the top four seeds and four or five is really interchangeable, but literally the top four seeds leads in, um, in the West, except for Dallas or Utah, that's interchangeable. Usually four or five is, is equal team. So I expect that to go back and forth. Memphis, I expect Memphis to go uh, ahead of Minnesota because Minnesota shows lack last night. They, they dodge a bullet. Black. So I'm really saying, and I'm agree with Kelvin for the first time, the West is wide open. And I believe the top four seeds is going to really battle out. Top five. Let's get five because, you know, interchangeable. They're really going to battle out. It's not really a lot, lot to say, but out, out West is not that strong as the East. So Golden State look great. They play, I know, I know, KD, KD if he watch in the Golden State game, he is, tears is coming out of his eyes. Because the opportunity that Steve Kerr have three shooters on the floor. And Draymond, you know, and I picture um, Ben Simmons to be like the Draymond. But, you know, able to get those passes, getting the guys free, setting them up, and so forth. So, yes, Golden State is a legit um, title contender. They could win it this year. And I think if they do win it this year, I think Seth... Curry will finally get a finals MVP. I believe that. Jordan Poole going to get it. Now let me stop. Nah, um. They're not going to do that. They have, but you know, it's interesting. What are they going to do? They got to sign Poole to a long-term deal. And are they going to even trade? They have, are they going to keep all three? All four of those guys? The books doesn't hold it. So are they going to trade no, they, Steph Curry? They'll pay that. They'll trade Andrew, Andrew Wiggins. They'll trade Andrew Wiggins. That yeah, they'll they'll do that. And plus, if if Kaminga like emerges, mm -hmm. uh, he'll he'll take Wig spot because he's raw, but he's like a raw athlete, like a super. Yeah, but raw he athlete. hasn't played in the playoff yet, right? Because of experience. Yeah, I know this this is time to learn just just from watching and then basically having those conversations. But um, I don't think it's as wide open. I really only think it's like two or three teams that's gonna come out the West. What's the two three teams you believe? The top three. Top three. Oh, so you cut off yeah, four. Yeah, like that's really that's really it. Utah, you can't re rely on Utah. Yeah, they no. were lucky enough to either get a win yesterday. The <laughs> Mavs, the Mavs, they're a great defensive team, but I don't know if Luke is going to be able to be able to deal with all of 
the the type of offense that these other teams like have like they have they have a good core of players like you know they got um Jalen Brunson um who, who actually gave the Jazz a 40 ball the other night then you got Reggie then Tim Hardaway's out but they have Spencer Dinwiddie so they have they have guys but I just don't think when you have players who will be able to keep up with like an explosive offense like a like the Suns, like really to me, it's more like Suns, Golden State than Memphis. Like Memphis is that third team, although they're the two seed, but they don't have the same experience or have the or went at least close to the length of the journey compared to the other two teams. That's the I only reason why I put them third. But I really just that. those three teams. So you so you literally have a Phoenix, Dallas going on to the next round, Golden uh, State. No, I'm oh, I mean pretty much. Yeah, okay. Pretty much. I don't think Memphis can get upset this series. I mean, I I, I know Phil in the group check was saying he thinks that Memphis is um is it took their heart, but I think Memphis could really upset the series from Minnesota, and that would be a major blow. But I think I think Memphis might get upset because I don't think I'm not saying I think Minnesota would advance after that. I just think they could upset uh, Memphis based on how things are going right now. Yeah, Ja got to show up because Ja. Yeah. Jaws having that same that same block too. He's missing a lot of buckets he normally makes. Mm-hmm. But ladies and gentlemen, that has been our episode for today. Um, thank you for listening. Check us out on the different platforms that we post on or wherever you listen to your podcast. Apparently, we're being listed on Podbay and a multitude of other streams as well. So make sure you check us out leave comments, leave reviews. And if you do so, we'll probably more than likely try to pull it up so we can read them online. We out. Joel Embiid, MVP. Nokalis, Joker, remove him. All voters who voted for Nokalis, how you feel now? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time. 